Welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. We are two witches with jobs, families, and busy lives just like you. We talk about weaving the web of community, practicing magic, and life in the Deep South. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Selena. And I'm Luna. It's Luna, you Luna's guys! Back, yeah. She's back. <laughs> Yay. I'm so glad you're here. I am too. I just have to tell you, I am shit on a podcast by myself. <laughs> Look, and I love myself too, so that's not, oh, okay. I'm not being, you know, that girl. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just have nobody to look at but the wall. I know. And I start doing that thing where I just ramble. Yeah. Nobody likes that. No. So our sound guy has to just <laughs> cut all that shit out. <laughs> so I'm glad you're here. Yay. I'm glad I'm here too. I miss y'all. And how are you feeling? Fabulous. I'm feeling really good. Um, it's taken a little bit more to recover than I expected, which always does. Um, but yeah, I'm on the upswing. Now hard part's over and ready to get moving. You look fantastic. Thank you so much. Yay. Okay, so I got to tell the date because I forgot that part. Okay. I was too excited. You're good. It's August 31st, yeah. 2020. It's almost September. I know. Tomorrow's September. Tomorrow is September. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem like... Wow. I, I still feel like I'm, we're still in April. I was literally about to say, I feel like I'm in February. Yeah. Like, we did in bulk, and then... Pause. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> dot, 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 right? dot. Yeah. Et cetera. Wow. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a year. I'm not going to go into that. That's a whole No, episode. we all know. All right. Uh, so <laughs> the sun is in Virgo now. It's Virgo season Virgo. out there. Get ready for everything to become just better and more perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's a Virgo. I have a Virgo moon. I was uh-huh. talking to a friend uh, yesterday and uh, I was trying to get my calendar scheduled and I usually like and booking things like renting spaces for classes and rituals and stuff a year or so in advance and she uh coordinates that with the the space we rent and um and I was like so what's going on with COVID closures and she was like well it's not going to be till you know December and I was like no that's fine Mm -hmm. um you know I'm just trying to get my calendar book she said girl you're so organized and I said it's my Virgo moon (laughs) organization is my love language so that must be what's hitting me because I honest and I'm not lying have been this morning making lists of things that I need to organize this week like kitchen cabinets and closets and I was wondering where that was coming from. Now I know. <laughs> um, so we got a waxing moon in Aquarius. We got a full moon this this week on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Full moon in Pisces. Yep. So enjoy that. Um, and and here I have on my list Luna's back exclamation point. Yay! But I already did that. There you are. We can do it again. Luna's back, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to continue our 13 goals of the witch. Um, And this is the one I feel like everybody's been waiting for. Meditation. Mm -hmm. Because we get a lot of questions about meditation and how to meditate. So I'm glad that we're making this episode. Okay. Um, So here I go. Let's get started. Let's do this. So there's this is the the main thing that I get when... um, doing when working with new students mm-hmm. um or newer to the practice students the first thing they will tell me is oh i can't meditate yeah you know one of our early lessons is learning meditation and without fail at least half the class says oh i can't do it you know and 
it's it's not true. You can do it. You can do everyone can do it. And you do it without even realizing you're doing it sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Every yeah. day, every single mm-hmm. day. So I, I think that's because there's a lot of misconceptions about what meditation is mm-hmm. and how it works. Right. So let's talk about that. Let's unpack that. Okay. Um so a lot of people, and I don't know if it comes from movies or what, um, just have this kind of idea that meditation is supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be sitting perfectly still. You're supposed to be completely, totally silent. Your mind is supposed to be completely empty and void of all thoughts or feelings um, for, you know, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's, that's, if that's happening, you're dead. Yeah. You know, that's what has occurred, and that is not the goal of meditation. Very true. Um, so, so I want to just, first of all, just debunk all of that. That is not the goal, particularly mm-hmm. not for a magical practitioner. So there are techniques out there about that are centered around stilling your mind mm-hmm. and and sort of achieving that mental silence but maintaining that for more than um you know 5 minutes is a long time it really is a hugely long time mm-hmm. and it and 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 the thing is when you see people that are meditating for that purpose they they may be sitting there for 20 minutes getting into that space mm-hmm. and then maybe they've got 2 minutes at that and then they're they're coming out of it, right? You know, so they're not sitting there forever with a still mind, mm-hmm. okay? And again, for magical practitioners, a still mind is not even really the goal, right. okay? So, so there are um, there are physical um, benefits to to being able to still your mind in that way. Um, it's kind of like turning it off and back on again, mm-hmm. um, but. That's not what we're trying to do. So first of all, don't worry about that. If you can't silence your mind, congratulations, you're a human and you're living. Yep. So breathing. Step one. Um, <laughs> but but the idea is to shift your awareness, is to shift your consciousness. Mm-hmm. That's what the goal is. So this is like down down on my list, but I'm going to rearrange my list real quick. Um no, I'm not. I'm not going to rearrange my. I'm not going to rearrange my. I'm going to follow the list. Okay. So, um, there's also some misconceptions about um, not allowing in any negative thoughts. And here I'm using finger quotes because you mm-hmm. know I don't like that word. Air quotes. Um, yes. So I'll go with discordant or you know not allowing any of those sorts of thoughts, and you have to be just completely positive, and that's really sort of toxic. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not helpful. At all. Right. Um, so don't worry about that. If you're sitting there and you're, you know, thinking about uh, your lunch or you're thinking about whatever what goes through your mind. Yeah. yeah. Or how much you hate that bitch on Facebook and you can't believe she said that. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe she said that either. I know. No home training. <laughs> um, but anyway, and then you don't. And then there's a misconceptions about positioning, like do you have to sit a certain way? Mm-hmm. And there are only a couple of things that are uh, that are really, I'm not even going to say hard and fast, but that are helpful to, to facilitate meditation. Mm-hmm. And that's a straight spine. Pretty yeah. much that's it. it. You just need a straight spine. Um, 
Otherwise, you can lay down, you can sit up, you can stand, mm-hmm. you can crouch. There are so many meditation positions that do different things, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to, you, you have to do what works for your body. You know, if you're, if you're so uncomfortable because you're trying to sit, you know, in a full lotus position and you're dying, mm-hmm. you're not going to meditate. No, if your you mind's need to, not going to be on, yeah. it's going to be on your pain, not on the... Not a, yeah, not on what job. you're doing mm-hmm. exactly. And so, like, if you need to lay on the floor and put your feet in a chair because you got a bad back, I do. Do that. Do it. Do it. If you got to scratch your nose, scratch your nose. Jeez. <laughs> okay. So now that we're going to let go of all of our expectations mm-hmm. of what we think meditation is supposed to be, right? Let all that go. The next thing is people try to force it. Mm-hmm. They try to force the thoughts out of their mind, and they just try really hard and they don't recognize that they're holding all this tension in their body Mm -hmm. and they have put so much pressure on themselves to be able to achieve this silence in their mind for whatever period of time makes them not a failure Mm -hmm. you know and um and they they do they'll come out of an experience where they've attempted meditation and it didn't go the way they expected and they feel like a failure mm-hmm. and they write it off. And then they say things like, I can't meditate. Right. And and it's just not true. So, so let's talk about what meditation is. The word meditation simply means to contemplate. Mm-hmm. So if you can stop and think about something, you can meditate. You mm-hmm. just did it. You know, mm-hmm. meditate on this. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Contemplate it. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... That does not imply that your brain is empty and void of all thoughts. Right. Okay. Um, it does not imply that you're void of all emotions. So the goal is to focus your attention, to be fully present in the moment, in what you're meditating on, mm-hmm. you know, and that is the goal of meditation. Yeah. To tune in to the frequencies around you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that doesn't require you to be mentally void. Okay. So, um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to talk you through how to do it after I, after I give this spiel. <laughs> um, it's important to remember that meditation is subtle. It's not something that you can force. That's, that's counterproductive if you're trying to make yourself, uh, meditate, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's like falling asleep, you know, when you fall asleep, you don't, you don't make yourself go to sleep. Right. You relax into it. Mm-hmm. And meditation is the same way. Yeah. You relax into it. And if you, if you are not in, in a relaxed state of mind, you're not going to accomplish it because you're trying to force your way in. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it works. So, re- so relax. Relax. Let all of these uh, preconceived notions go and relax yourself. So... Um, Part of what we're doing, when I talk about shifting consciousness, um, let's, let's talk about what that means. So uh, your brain functions at a, certain, at a certain frequency, so, and you have different states of consciousness. So we're going to talk about brain waves for a minute. Um, your normal waking consciousness is, is a beta brain waves. That's mm-hmm. where you're at um, when you're doing stuff, you know, going to school, going to work, whatever it is that you're doing. That's just normal waking consciousness. You're aware of what's happening around you. Um, and then alpha is uh, down from that. And that's the state where you dream or, or daydream. And um, that's the place that we're trying to get to as 
magical practitioners when we're doing ritual. Mm -hmm. So this, you, you can still move around, you can still function, you're aware of your surroundings, but you're also kind of in between. You're, you're able to, um, it, it really feels like you're a daydream when you, when you're right. sitting and, and you're seeing images in your mind or mm -hmm. you're, you're thinking about things that aren't currently happening, then you're, you're kind of in that alpha state. Right. So everybody knows what it feels like to daydream. Everybody has daydreamed. Therefore you have all meditated. Mm -hmm. And that's what I meant by you've yeah. probably done it and oh, not I, even known you've done it exactly. because everybody daydreams. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, down from there, you have a delta brainwaves. And that's what you experience when you're in a deep sleep, mm -hmm. you know, and that's when you um, start having dreams, which everybody dreams. If you can dream, you can shift your brainwaves, you can shift consciousness, right. you can meditate. Um, so, and then there are others as well. There are some that are um, hot, faster brainwaves that have the same kind of effect. They put you into a, an ecstatic trance state. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so, but these are the ones we're going to talk about right now. So if you want to perform magic, it's important to access these other states of consciousness because you become aware of what's around you that is subtle. You become aware of the energies around you. Mm -hmm. This is where, this is the state where you see auras. You know, when, when people sort of just try to stare with their physical eyeballs, right. you're, you're not going to see them mm -mm. in that way. Um, but when you shift your consciousness, you awaken um, your abilities to, to perceive energy. Mm -hmm. um, so this is what we're looking for when meditating. It's just right. simply, and, and it's so easy to do. It's so easy to access that um, by slowing your body down, by relaxing, by slowing your breath, slowing your heart rate, relaxing yourself as if you're getting ready to go to sleep mm -hmm. is, is really what you're looking for. So <clears throat> why we do that um, as, uh, as magical practitioners is because once we can perceive these other levels of energy... <clears throat> then we can manipulate them, mm -hmm. right? So um, it also is where it, it's where our imagination activates, and that's the place that we create from, right. okay? So how do we get there? Um, well, step one, be comfortable. If you want to sit, sit. If you want to lie down, I, I would say maybe don't start out lying down unless you need to for your, for your body mm -hmm. um, just because you can fall asleep, and then and you, I have many, many, many times. Yeah, and, and then you'll then you'll miss it because you'll be asleep. Right. Um, but it it's helpful for me. I have a low back issues. Mm -hmm. Um, if I lay flat on the floor and put my feet in a chair, I'm not, I'm less likely to get sleepy. Right. Um, but if you can sit, you can sit in a chair with your feet flat. You don't you don't want to cross uh, your arms or your feet if you're sitting. On your, if you're sitting flat on the floor, you can cross your feet in front. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, but crossing your limbs kind of disrupts the flow of energy. Um, and you want you want a straight spine. Mm -hmm. That that's really as long as your spine is straight, that then you're good because right. that's going to help the energy flow. That's going to help your body relax. You know, you're mm -hmm. you're going to be sitting in an aligned position. If you're hunched over, you're holding stress in your body. Right. You know. So keep a straight spine and. You know, some people, some people do better with their eyes open, actually. Some do better with their eyes closed. Um, if you, it, you can, you can set the space and, and help yourself succeed. Uh, music is often helpful mm -hmm. or even white noise just because it, 
helps disrupt the other sounds around and helps your mind focus. It's all about focus. Right. So um, set your space, you know, burn some incense. There are lots of incense that help you mm-hmm. shift, uh, shift consciousness. Um, sandalwood is a good one. Uh, but yeah, but get yourself into, prepare your space for, for what you're doing. You can burn incense. You can light a candle to focus on. Mm -hmm. You can, um, play music, whatever it is. And tell people in your house to give you 10 minutes. Right. They can, they may not. That's a different conversation, (laughs) but they can. Um, and I mean, it, it took a while to get my family trained, (laughs) but they do it. Um, and then you want to relax your body. Mm -hmm. So that's the first step. Prepare your space. Relax your body. Whatever position you, you're taking, um, go through all your muscle systems from the top of your head. And don't forget anything. Think about your eyelids. Think about, you know, your tongue. Mm-hmm. Think about your jaw. All of those little places where we hold stress and don't recognize it. So begin by relaxing your body all the way through. Think about each little muscle system, everything. Um, your hips, everything, your knees, your toes, and just let all of your tension just sort of drain out. Mm -hmm. And however you need to visualize that, you know, that's fine. Um, But get get your body relaxed so that you're not distracted by little pockets of tension in your body. And then breathe. Focus on your breath. You know, um, there's so many, we've talked about, we've talked about, when we talked about, uh, air mm-hmm. and and we've talked about the witch's pyramid and your mind and all of these things we've talked about all this stuff before right. but where your breath goes your mind goes so if you can control your breath you can control your mind mm-hmm. so deeply breathe breathe fully and deeply and start slowing your body down you know um it's helpful to have a trigger to train your mind to shift into that space. Mm-hmm. And for me, for my tradition, we count down. So we start at 12 and count down to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we count again. That, that gets us into an alpha state. And then we count down again from 13 to one. And that gets us down into that delta state. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would count backwards. And then at the end of it, we count back up. So Mm -hmm. we would count from 1 to 13 and then from 1 to 12. That's what we do. Um, There's all kinds of different methods of uh, having an opening and closing to your meditation. But it is important, especially if you're doing magical work in the meditation, it kind of gives you this process of now I'm coming fully back. Anything that is not, does not need to come back with me is going to stay, you know, um, And you're going to be fully present where you are. You know, um, if you don't feel that shift in your consciousness the first time, that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's totally okay. It takes practice. Just like everything else, it takes practice to be able to train your mind to respond to these cues. Mm -hmm. Um, But over time, and it's not even a lot of time, guys. I say over time and your mind is like five years later. No, (laughs) like maybe in a week and a half, if you do it every day, later this week, you know, you're going to start feeling those changes. Mm -hmm. Um, What did we get to? Counting down. Okay. And, And if you have thoughts come through your mind, you will. Guess what? You're going to have thoughts come into your brain. Um, just acknowledge them and dismiss them. You don't have to try to force them away because mm-hmm. that's not going to work. They're going to come right back. Um, just listen to them, let them play, and then let them float on through. Okay. Um, if you find yourself drifting off on a mental tangent, just bring yourself back. 
bring yourself back. That is not a failure. That is part of the process. That is a successful part of the process because you are getting rid of things that you need to look at, Mm -hmm. even if it does feel like a list, you know, even if it is about groceries, that's something you need to look at and your mind is giving you an opportunity to look at it. Right. So look at it. Thank you for that. And let it go. Mm hmm. Um, eventually once, once you have processed enough of that stuff, um, then you'll start to awaken to other, other information coming in. And that can be from your guides. It can be, um, from just increased awareness of the energies around you, etc. But you will start getting, um, more, uh, I guess spiritual information, mm-hmm. uh, more of what you're doing this for will start coming through. And especially if you're doing visualization work um, and if you are actively um, doing things, because I don't, I usually have something I'm doing. I Mm -hmm. I don't often just sit down and and meditate with no idea or plan. And if I do, I go talk to my guides. I go to my inner temple. You know, I, I have a, a place that I, that I go and then I see what happens, (laughs) you know, or I'll call up one of my guides and be like, okay, what do I need today? You know, so maybe I don't have a plan, but I still have a plan. (laughs) Um, so, so have an idea of what you want to accomplish with your meditation and that can be helpful. So as magical practitioners, this is the number one tool in my witch's bag. Like this is, this is the key. Um, this is what makes your spell work work. This is having access to shifting your consciousness, to connecting to the energies around you. All of those things are needed for spell work. You know, this is where you go to gather up those energies so that you can direct them. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you go to build up your skills at visualizing. And right. you can't create something if you can't visualize it. And when I say visualize, <laughs> just to be clear, I'm not talking about um, necessarily visual perception. Maybe you don't see it. Maybe you feel it. Maybe you smell it. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else it is. Maybe you hear it. However you create, however you receive psychic information, you know, that's what I mean. When I say see, I mean perceive. Yeah. Okay. And when I say visualize, I'm talking create in whatever way, mm-hmm. um, whatever way your psychic senses perceive. But you will also start to develop, you know, um, all of your psychic abilities. You know, you, mm-hmm. you have the capacity to experience all of them and not, you're not going to experience all of them equally. And that does take time. That may take five years. Right. Um, but, you know, if you're a visual person, you're going to be able to see things as you're, as you're creating them in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are more of an auditory person, you're going to hear things. And sometimes you can experience things through hearing that you didn't necessarily recognize even had a sound. Because I was very auditory at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and smell. Like, I would smell things, particularly people's. Uh, the the way people's perfume or their right. soap or whatever, um, I was very sensitive to that early on. But visualization, which is weird, because mm-hmm. I'm I was a lucid dreamer from way back. Um, but I, I in meditation, I didn't I didn't visualize very well, and that's strange to me, especially now. But um, but that developed with practice, right? So I I, I can't tell you enough how important meditation is, just for processing your own 
emotions, just for giving your body a moment to take a break Mm -hmm. and heal and focus and tune in. We spend so much of our time, like I just said earlier in the show, planning out the next year. God. Anyway, uh, well, we spend so much time focused on what we're going to do in the future Mm -hmm. or what we did in the past, you know, or what someone else is doing somewhere right now Mm -hmm. without focusing on where we are Mm -hmm. right now, who's around us, what can I pick up on and perceive right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so this gives us a moment and it doesn't take long. Mm-mm. It could take three minutes. It could yeah. take 10 minutes. Um, you know, take those moments to connect to right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't know. I just can't say enough about why, why it's important as a magical practitioner, as anybody. I think everybody needs this. But especially if you plan to do magic of any kind, right. uh, it's, it's an excellent practice to have. Mm-hmm. It, it is. That's my spiel about meditation. That's your spiel. Yeah. Did and I do? Did I? Did I say all the things? You think yeah. people will be able to do it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they have, if y'all have any questions, any just questions. let us know. Yeah. Um. And just remember, meditation is just like anything else. If you want to drive a car, you got to practice. Right. Okay. If you want to ride a bike, you got to practice. You're probably gonna fall and bust your ass a time or two. Meditation is not a hundred percent perfect every time. Just remember, you don't need the fruit fruit pillows. You don't need the, but the so little pretty. posters. Well, they are neat. And they've got some really cool ones out now. <laughs> I've been looking at them lately, but I can't afford any of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, make your space your space, even if it's just the corner of a room. Um, that's really all you need. And practice. You know, if you're in the shower, you can sit down in the shower for just a moment um, or lean against the wall. Just don't fall. And, you know, just, just take a minute. Let that water, you know, pour over you and just feel the water cleansing your energy. Uh, You can do that very easily. Uh, You can meditate in the tub if you need to get in the tub. Um, Don't drown. Any drownings are not our fault. No drowns. (laughs) This is our disclaimer. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's just easier when you're completely relaxed. And, you know, some days we're all twisted up, y'all. Just stress is part of our lives. That's all there is to it. And sometimes just sitting down for that two or three minutes just to unravel our muscles and de-clench our jaw and, you know, get our breathing back to center um, is worth its weight. So give it a shot. If you think you can't, trust me, you can. You do it. Daydream is, to me, some of the craziest meditation ever. And once I realized that's what it was, I was just like, okay, I can do this. I do it anyway. So practice, practice, practice. Yep. It's always interesting to me that how how little we recognize how much stress we carry in our bodies. Oh, God, yeah. And where we carry them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I'll get weird little knots of stress, and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Why there? I was on Facebook the other day, and someone had put up a little uh, gift thing that says, uh, okay, breathe, unclench your jaw, mm-hmm. relax your shoulders, you know, relax your neck, and someone out here needs to hear this. And I was like, me? It's me. It's me. Um, so, yeah, that's just those little reminders. You don't realize how, when I stress out, my shoulders go to my ears and they stay there. And then I'll usually develop a nice little knot or something behind my shoulder blade to add to it. So, yeah, it's to your benefit to let that go during the day a little bit. Yep. Yep. And, oh, gosh, I hear you about shower meditations. <laughs> Look, when I first started uh, really, really working on this actively um i had two little babies like i was still nursing that was the only time i could do it guys yeah just sit down in the shower no one will disturb you right 
Yeah. And I realized this past year, too, if you burn incense in your bathroom and go take a shower, it's like you're bathing in it. It's just yeah. really cool. Uh, so give that a shot. I don't you know, think I've done that. that. It's really nice. I do it every time. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, try that. it's really nice. We've got that one bathroom. That, yeah. Just, just that one. Yeah. Well, then there you there need now. the incense. I need these. All right. Uh. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah. <sighs> what did we talk about today? Meditation. Meditation. That's right. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I feel like I've not delivered this one. There's so much. It, I, it I, I could really talk. It's a big subject. For, I could talk a for really three or four subject. hours. Yeah. And then, then all the things you can do once you're in there. Well, you got to get in there first. Yeah. You got to get in there first. So I would say, yeah, definitely start off with relaxing your body. Mm-hmm. If you need a visual focal point, do that. Um, candles are great. Candles are great. Mm-hmm. If you just stare at the candle flame. Yep. Start with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it also it also is transformative, just the act of having the fire in your presence and yeah. focusing your energy on it. Mm-hmm. It's transformative because that's what fire does. Right. Um, so yeah, stare at the candle until you until your eyes kind of close. If they do, they may not. S- some people don't close yeah. their eyes during meditation. It's kind of freaky when you see that, um, but you have to just recognize it's like sleeping with your eyes open, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dear God, my daughter did that for a number of years. Terrifying. Oh, that's creepy. It is. <laughs> not saying you're creepy. If no, you she's with creepy. Your eyes open, but yeah. Well, yeah, you may not be, but my daughter is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, so just uh, there's also a lot of excuses people make, yeah. and they're excuses. You can find five minutes. You sure. you can find two minutes. Mm-hmm. You can. I I make excuses too. <laughs> yeah, they're I think excuses. We all do. Yep. Um. The end. That was my spiel. Oh, oh, are you going to talk to us about plants? They haven't heard anything about plants I know. In forever. Well, this is the end of the season, so we're kind of winding things down. This is August, y'all. Tomorrow's September. That's true. <laughs> and after that is October, and that's when things start getting kind of cold. Um, down here in the south, our planting season is far longer than a lot more of the uh, states. But really right now, um, what I'm doing in my garden is just focusing on cleaning up. Those plants that mercifully did not make it through the summer, <laughs> I've made notes. I don't buy them again, and uh, or just put if them I somewhere else, if yeah. I do put them somewhere else, yeah. I've moved several plants around. I've got several that I'm going to move um, the first of spring because I've noticed that you know the leaves came back on the tree that I planted it underneath in the spring. And it was fine then, but then as the summer came through, it lost the sunlight that it needed, and it didn't do so hot. So I've got a couple of things I'm going to move the first move, the first <laughs> of spring, um, and so they have a chance. Anything you move right now, it's really 50-50, um, more 60-40 that it won't make it because the root system is not going to be developed very well um, to make it through the winter. There are a lot of bulbs that need to be pulled up if you planted any of these that need to be pulled up in the winter. But if you just want to move them in the spring, you can pull them up now and store them. Get you an old, you know, the mesh potato bags that they have at this grocery store. Mm-hmm. Buy you a bag of potatoes, put the potatoes in something else and stick your bulbs in that. It allows the air to circulate around the bulbs and dry them out and just keep them in a warm, well, not a warm, well, a cool, dry place. Closet's great. Um... You know, something like that, and just let them winter over. And then in the spring, you can take them out and put them out where you want them, and they'll grow perfectly with no problems. 
Um, it's much easier to do that than it is to dig them up in the spring when they're still dormant and then move them because then they can get really wet. We have very wet springs here. So you don't want them to get waterlogged and then rot. So storing them over the winter, if you're planning to move them in the spring, is the better. Um, seed catalogs, y'all, I have usually four or five on my couch come January, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to plant in the spring. So start thinking about that too. What worked this year for you? What didn't work for you this year? And make notes of that. Um, also keep, and like I told y'all before, keep um, notice of where your sun is this time of year. I noticed a couple of weeks ago when it shifted because I had flower beds in the shade at a certain time of day that were never in the shade at a certain time of day. And I was like, okay, I need to make note of that in my my little book. In your witchy book of shadows. My witchy book, your of, shadows. book of shadows, yeah. Um, what else? This time of year, you can actually plant um, cold, um, what they call uh, winter crops for vegetables, certain ones. Um, just a few off the top of my head. Cabbage is a big one. Broccoli. Um, Brussels sprouts is one. Carrots. Uh, they have some faster growing varieties, so get out there and research what you can find. Um, Pinterest, of course, is great for that. I might be able to put some a few things up on the board pertaining to that to give you some leads. Um, but just look around. I mean, if you're interested in growing anything like that, certainly you can start something like that now. Um, if you plan on having fruit in the spring or the summer, right now is a good time to buy fruit trees. So, um, yeah, they're, they're shipped to you bare-rooted, so they're dormant, and you can plant them now. And then they'll winter over and their root systems will develop and be strong in the spring when they bloom. Then they'll start producing fruit. Some varieties take, you know, a year or two for the tree to grow before you get anything from it. So keep that in mind as well. And watch for power lines. Make sure you don't plant anything underneath the power line. <laughs> I have power lines that run through my place. so um, And that's pretty much it. It's just, you know, just take notice of what you've already got, what happened this season, Watch your sun. Um, you know, anything that needs to be moved, go, as far as a bulb goes, go ahead and pull it up and dry them over winter. And then uh, start looking forward to next year. And if you have any winter vegetables you want to plant, you can do that as well. This is when I need to start planting my garden for next year. It is year. a great time to do that. It really is. Because it gives you several, at least six months, if not more, to get everything lined up. I need that lead time. You really do. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm wanting to... Um, to put some new trees out for uh, fruit in the summer. So I'm looking at stuff like that right now myself. I'm going to try to make some um, some planting beds. Mm -hmm. I always think I'm going to do it in the summer, and then I don't because it's hot. And it's been really rainy this year. It has. Yeah. We, you know, we, we stopped having our July drought. Mm. I've I been like three now. years. We had, we had a good four weeks or more. Where it was very little rain. It wasn't a full-on yeah. drought, but it was very little rain because when we mowed the grass, it looked like the dust bowl behind it. Really? Yeah, it was pretty know. dry. Well, we are by some lakes, so it, it rains. Oh, yeah. But we've had, like, this year and last year were good, but the year before that and then the five years up before that as well, mm -hmm. July, end of July, first part of August was nothing but drought. Yeah. Like, I was having to water every day. Mm -hmm. I haven't had to, I haven't had to water my plants at all. Oh, I have, girl. I've had my sprinklers running quite a bit. Really? Mm -hmm. And of course, you I've got five new me. beds that oh, I've put out. Fair Thanks, enough. Thanks, Corona. Fair yeah. enough. And, and most, like I said, my yard is pretty much all shade, so right. I don't think it evaporates as much. 
Yeah, you have a you have a little barrier there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to move everything around. So um, my husband got out and like trimmed back all the trees, mm-hmm. you know, so they weren't scraping up our roof yeah. anymore. Um, after we had to have that fixed anyway. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, so there's some more sun than than normal. Now yeah. I need to go figure that out. You'd be surprised how much sun you can let into a real dense shady area if you just go and selectively cut limbs from trees. Um, you don't have to go up very high either, but I mean, even if you just cut it back Mm -hmm. to a certain point and then watch it when it reblooms next year and you'll be able to tell where you want to keep it cut back or not. Um, I have several trees like that. It, it made a big difference. My Mm -hmm. elderberry is beautiful. It's so tall. I can't get to the berries. (laughs) (laughs) I have to get a ladder and get you step stool. But yeah, that, that one's making me happy. My jasmine has taken over the whole bed that it was in oh that's easy yeah yeah but uh i've been training the little vines back on its cell mm-hmm. so it's like a little wall oh neat when i move i want it to come with me but i don't feel like that's not gonna be possible <laughs> um mm-hmm. oh i'm ready for like fire pit season i am too i'm ready yeah it's still too hot at the moment it won't be long nope just a few more weeks that's right and then it'll be s'more s'more season s'more season i can't wait till fall it's my favorite it is mine too I'm ready to start decorating for fall. So soon, because, you know, September is happening. Uh, I use, and I'm not plugging this on purpose, but I use Mrs. Meyer's soap, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely love, and I've actually gotten my first shipment Did you get the the apple-scented one? No, I got the fall scent. Yeah, there's a pumpkin spice. Oh, you got the pumpkin spice. It is so good. Okay, I got the apple cider one. I'm so excited. I have dish soap, hand soap, (laughs) and cleaning spray that smells like pumpkin spice i'm not bringing it out yet but y'all my (laughs) nose was all up in that stuff yesterday all right you're gonna have to let me smell yours because i got the apples by apple cider Uh and then they had mums and i was like mums don't smell good why did you i bet it didn't really smell like a mum. yeah but i'm excited i'm i'm working with the grove now so we'll see how this works out too i'm a sucker for something that can come in the mail i've like changed out to all glass dispensers now yeah i'm working on that I do like I do like I do like the Grove. Uh, they're not paying us though, so let's not. No, they're not. <laughs> but there you go, y'all. Go look them up. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool. <laughs> They've got a lot of stuff. Um, t- swapping out, trying to get rid of plastics in my home and yeah. and single use plastic type products. So yep. we're trying to be environmentally friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody needs to do that, or yeah. we're going to have a really massive problem soon. Um. Anyway, there we go. We're rambling now. We're recording yeah. in the morning. We usually record at night. Um, but we, we had to move back, so we're we recording did. in the morning, and you can definitely tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, also, I haven't seen you in forever. I know. We're just trying are. to catch up. I'm here. Yay. Yay. I missed your face. I miss you, too. Everybody else missed your face, too, even though they don't even know what it really looks like. It looks <laughs> like that. That's great. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stop giving Sound Guy extra work. Right. And we're going to wrap this show up. Okay, everybody. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this rambling uh roundabout episode on meditation and uh yeah let us know if you have any questions we didn't have any listener questions this this episode which you know saddens me but maybe they just maybe they just already know they're so wise they don't have questions (laughs) that's cool um erase all of that shit that i just said uh thank you everyone (laughs) for listening and we'll we'll be back you know in a couple weeks blessed be bye y'all
Thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. It helps get our podcast in front of more listeners just like you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can leave us a voicemail at 769-230-0305 or find us on facebook.com forward slash Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast. You can find our Instagram account at Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast. Or for our latest episodes, search Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast on your favorite podcast provider.